The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a show where we get to meet just a great diversity of wonderful people and talk about a plethora of different projects every time we we meet. And today, for your listening pleasure, I have Mr. Tyrone Young, the brand new head football coach at Kentucky Wesleyan College. Tyrone, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. I know you have one game left. You're still very busy, yeah. and, and I appreciate your taking the time. No, I appreciate you asking me to be here. So I was looking at all the guests. I was like, man, I'm going to be on there one day, so I'm here now. <laughs> well, this will be my favorite show because you're here. Nobody comes on to listen to me. They, they come on to listen to my guests, so I, I have to pick them very well. And, and today I think I've I've hit a home run. But I, well, that's a baseball analogy, and I apologize. Hey. So okay. I, we have one game left, mm-hmm. and I want to get some of your introspective on how things have happened. You have now been a head coach for the first time in your career since March 8th mm-hmm. of 2022. You're very young. Yes. Very new. I see the exuberance every time I watch a football game. The announcers remark on your exuberance when I watch the live streaming. They, there's <laughs> that you seem to be having so much fun and, and so much care. Talk to me about your first year as head coach. Man, it's it's been a very a very learning experience, a very much so learning experience. Um, it's been all over the place, a lot of emotion, a lot of thought, um, a lot of trying to strategically put things together as mm-hmm. far as the players go um, and put them first at all times and trying to figure out how to tap into their mindset and what gets them going, what keeps them motivated, uh, what helps them get after it. And then on top of that, you know, being the head coach now, so you got to make sure everybody, not just the defense's academics are good and you got to make sure everybody's going to their tutors and going to see the SIs and going over to the success center. So it's, it's a lot of learning on the fly. There's like no manual for it, but I'm creating a pretty good one. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just one of those things is always Tim, Tim Hicks usually asks me all the time, coach, are you living your dream? And I say, yeah, man, I'm, I, I honestly am. Um, so it's just been a lot of learning, um, but a lot of learning than applying for what works best for my guys. Well, that's great. And I, I do have to say uh, the last home game was Friday mm-hmm. or Saturday. Saturday. I apologize. Yeah. And, and the score didn't go quite the way <laughs> we had hoped. But I did want to let everyone know the one thing of which I was very proud and of which I think you have the most direct input. It was senior night. Yeah. And we had a large group of seniors. Correct. Coming through and being recognized. And to me, that is one of the most important aspects of D2 athletics. You have brought these young men Mm -hmm. all the way through the program to graduation. Right. Right. And so talk about that. You talked a little bit about as head coach, you have to worry about everybody's academics. What is your philosophy when it comes to, obviously we all want to win. Yeah. Otherwise we wouldn't be doing this, right? Correct. To me, that aspect of having that large group of seniors coming through and, and, and seeing not only their, their athletic triumph, but their academic triumph. Can you speak to that a little bit? So the, the biggest thing about senior day, and, and I posted something about a coaching confession that I don't like senior day because it gets, it gets me all of my feelings. Uh, cause those are my, these are my kids and I, and I love my guys to death. Um, but for us to have 20 guys be honored on Saturday was a lot. It was the turning point of what we want here at Kentucky Wesleyan, especially within our football program of understanding that 
every year we want to have a big senior class because that means guys are making it to the finish line. But in order to, for them to get to the finish line, there's a lot of trials and tribulations. And so that's where the relationships matter. Um, and so for us, our just philosophy to keep guys around and keep guys happy and, and get them to the finish line is just love on them tough. Um, and, and it comes in kind of all different phases. You got to love on them tough. And it takes a village. I tell the parents that when we check in and I'm going to call you sometimes and say, hey, you know, such and such is not doing what he needs to do. And I need you to, you know, believe me when I tell you that. Um, and we have a great cast of parents um, that are very passionate about the football games if you hear them in the stands. Uh, but nonetheless, they're very passionate about their kids, and so they do a great job of helping us as coaches. But for us to have 20 guys and then knowing next year's senior class is in the 25 range, um, so we're just hopefully every year 20-plus guys is you know what we strive to have because that means guys are staying in the program. And you you bring in a class anywhere from 30 to 40 guys, and yes, yeah, some, some guys realize that it's not the place for them, but there's a, a great nucleus, and when you have a culture the one like the one we're trying to build you said since March the 8th and I thought the culture would be built a lot sooner but <laughs> it takes time Welcome to reality yes right? reality reality set in and I started scratching my head but uh it takes time and then once we develop our culture and build it and especially in this offseason I think a lot of guys especially the guys we're recruiting um will have something that they can stake take stake claim in um and and it's really exciting for me because I know the guys that are in our program I know the resiliency of the guys in our program. I know that the end goal for the guys in our program is to graduate um, and then get to where they need to get to in their lives. But what's really exciting is the guys that we're going to be bringing in that already fit to what is what is here already. Um, so it boils down and it all starts in recruiting and making sure I was on a recruiting phone call when I walked in here. Um, but it all starts there. And then the development of that relationship so they can trust you and trust you and trust you. And as long as you don't lose and do anything to lose our guys' trust, they'll see it through. And, and that's what the result was on Saturday, seeing those 20 seniors being honored. And, and that was so much fun to just watch that whole ceremony. I do have to uh, let people know, and I think most people do know this you've been head coach for a very short period of time but yeah. you're not brand new to the program you no. have been here for how long i've been here since december of 2018 and you're defensive coordinator yeah and you've had a hand in recruiting a great number of these players yeah. already have you not yeah uh, uh, that was actually our first class um when we got here and it was like the world was on fire um, I, I left Anderson and I showed up and Linda Keller got my paperwork pushed through and, and I was here for about a week before Christmas break happened um, and that was our for Wiley Kane I remember sitting in his living room playing the piano and playing video <laughs> games with him trying to convince him to come to Kentucky Wesleyan and and then he decided to come but like Razor and, and those guys that was our very first class um, so no nah, I've had a on our roster right now um, of the hundred and plus guys that we have, I think I've recruited about sixty or seventy of the guys that are on our team. That's got to give you a very good feeling. Yeah, it does. The way they're they're coming together now, and and I see sort of a uh, just a much more of a family atmosphere on the on the sidelines this year than we have in in the past, and that's not debasing anybody who who was here before, but but more just what you've been able to accomplish right. in, in a short period. And did it help knowing the the players before it's a head coach position, but you're not brand new to all the players right. are coming in. You know, the system a little bit and you're going to change it to be comfortable with what you want to do. Right. But 
did that help just having a little bit of, of background already? It did. It helped it helped a lot actually. Um so the guys didn't it wasn't that big learning curve of getting to know each other. Um the guys already knew how defensively we've always worked and now, you know, putting that through the whole team. Um and so that same like Wiley asked me when I got when I, I told him I was going after the job, he said, Well, when you get the job, um, can you please make sure that what you do for the defense, you do for the entire team um, and make sure the culture and the care is there. So that's something that we're continuously building. Um, but like you said, you noticed about the sidelines. It was That's a real big point of emphasis for us um, because, like I say, in our shirts and like I said in my presser when I got hired, everything we do is for Kentucky Wesleyan. And so at the end of the day, we're not going to bring any negative light towards Kentucky Wesleyan. And one of the things that I pride myself on with this team and, and the results may not be where we want them to be yet. But at the end of the day, one result is and it's the referees when they come and talk to me before mm-hmm. the game about our team. Um, we're third in the conference with as far as being the least penalized team in the conference. I did not for, know that. Congratulations. For the, yeah, for the last three years, we've been dead last. Um, we've been the most penalized team in the conference for the oh, past three years. You were most penalized. Yeah, for the last three but years. But not this year. Not this year. We're, we're the third least penalized Good. team in the conference. Well, congratulations. Because that, that shows itself discipline. Yeah. Right? If, if, if you're not disciplined, that's when you get correct penalties on the field. And, yeah. and so that, that shows much more control, much more. Uh, just the players all coming together under, under right. what you do. And it's just belief, belief so, in what we're doing. So let me ask you that we, we are not a large institution by any means. The football players, given the, the number of players on the team, make up about 12 to 13% of our overall mm-hmm. enrollment. And how do you, by virtue of the sport in which they're playing, they are leaders mm-hmm. and they are in the limelight. They're also 18 to 22. <laughs> how do you get across to them that... Whether or not they want, people are watching them. People are, as they, how they act is really how others are going to act. Mm-hmm. And you've done such a good job with them this year. How, what do you say to them? What do you impart within them in that um, realm? As far as like, you know, our campus community, I, I've told our players this. Um, and like you said, the feedback has been phenomenal. Um, in order for us to see change, we have to invoke it. And so in order for us to see like the one team, one team Westland atmosphere of people coming to our games and supporting us and actually caring about the football team, we have to show other people that we care about more than just ourselves. So at the end of the day, I tell them all the time, like, if y'all say y'all care about each other and myself like y'all like you do then let's go show it let's not you know and then let's not be acting like buffoons in the classroom let's you know let's make sure when we're in the grill or when we're in winchester or when we're in you know admin we don't have hats on and and i don't want you to you know i want people to know your face i want people to see your face i want people to know that that's one of our football players and they can be proud of saying that's one of our football players but if you're walking around with your hat and your hood on and nobody can really see your face and you got your airpods in and you're anti-social then that does nothing as far as a welcoming atmosphere for people wanting to come and be able to be supporting of you and then also you know the the great equalizer and a lot of different things is I control playing time. So at, <laughs> yes, at the end do. of the day, it's one of those deals. I'm going to ask you first to understand uh, how to get things right. And I'm going to show you how to get things right. But then if you can't get things right, then I'll start taking away the things I know you love. Um, but it's just, it's just a testament uh, to my background of being a military brat. 
Um, and there was only one way to act in, in school and in class. And it was like you had common sense uh, because at the end of the day, you didn't want, you know, your dad's staff sergeant, or your dad's sergeant major calling him and chewing him out at work. And then you get it when you right. get going home. So at the end of the day, that's the one thing for our players right now is understanding that it's it's cool to be doing the right things. There's so many guys that get this mantra in their mind that, oh, I got to be, you know, like this guy. Or I got to be like, no, it's cool to do the right things. And that's that's the one thing that we keep emphasizing is it's, it's cool to do the right things. Well, and they find that out. If you're doing the wrong things, people will pattern that. Yeah. If you're doing the right things, people will pattern that. Yeah. And then they give you the credit. Yeah. And what from what I've seen with the players this year, uh, it has been remarkable in the in the grill in the dining area just around campus they're very open they're extremely collegial they're and they seem to be having a lot of fun i was talking to some of your players just today about the trip coming up and the season overall and they've really enjoyed they've enjoyed the experience to a great extent so it 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 is a testament now this weekend is your last game Mm -hmm. and spring football begins sometime in march i believe march what do you do between now and March to keep them sane? And, and I was a cross-country runner, and I know out of competition, out of the season, there's a fair bit of, of downtime. Even though yeah. I continued to train, there's just a fair bit of downtime. So what do you do with 13% of our enrollment to keep them <laughs> happy and moving forward when they aren't in competition? Um, it's tough. It's tough for football players because they've trained all summer long to get ready for the season. And then the season comes and we go 11 weeks straight with no bye week. And then boom, the season ends. <coughs> and we have, you know, our end of season meeting. Um, and then after that meeting, we have a few exit meetings. But then it's Thanksgiving break. Um, and after Thanksgiving break, they come back for a week, which is the week before finals. NCAA says you can't do anything athletic related wise. Right. So we have a few team bonding things like I plan on a, a team movie night just so we can get together and just laugh and have a good time together. Yeah. But then um, our break is a little bit longer this year, so they can't they don't get back till January the seventeenth. Um, that's the first day of classes. Um, and we can't do anything till four days after the second semester start athletic wise. So in the second semester until we start spring ball, we'll have weights and things like that. That, but there's a lot of growth that I have to have happen in this year's team um, moving forward to, you know, next year. We're team 39 right now. And so for team 40 next year, um, it's one of those deals for us to where I got to have some teamsmanship. Mm hmm seminars and so we're learning how to be a team and leaders and sportsmanship all mixed into one so we'll have some different (coughs) things that we're going to build there but then also too like in that second semester um outside of just the weights and learning about the game of football going to different events going to to the basketball games anything that i can get them together as much as possible so they don't alienate or isolate themselves in in kindle or deacon because uh, like you said i mean as a as an athlete, period. Um, when you're out of season, it can be a very dark time, um, and so I don't necessarily want them the dark and the doubts to start creeping in their minds of why they chose to come here. Well, I, and I think you hit a really good point about <clears throat> encouraging them to continue to go to different events. Yeah, and not not only for them but for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a large percentage of our campus, and when we see that large involvement mm-hmm. it brings up everybody's spirits right and it's just so much fun it is it really is and like that's why like 
me and and you said baseball earlier, but me and the baseball team, we uh, myself, I'm not talking about the football program <laughs> yet, but me and my baseball players, we have this unique connection um, because I I go to scrimmages, practices, I don't care. I I love our I, Todd is one of my biggest mentors as far as like doing things and sustainability. I love it here. So I, if that dude's been here for 20 years, I'm gonna go try to figure out why he's been here for 20 years. Um, so you know the relationship I have with those guys, but. You, you topple that if we went to the baseball games last year. Our team started 0-14. Yep. And so then we went to the baseball games. We started going to the baseball games. And the home baseball game had a series versus Trebekah. And it was game three. And we went out there and went absolutely nuts. I mean, we were just going crazy. And we weren't being rude to anybody. We were just going nuts. Anytime yeah, our, our boys hit a ball, they made a catch. It didn't matter. We was going crazy. And they legitimately fed off of that. And they ended up beating Trebekah, who was 14th in the nation Well, and I think you saw that payback this year. Man. The, 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 the crowd. At this year's football games, yes, uh, I've only been here for three years, but this has been the largest year by far. Yes, and it was amazing. Yes, yeah, so, absolutely, a lot of fun. Absolutely, and like our players say, say it all the time, it's something about playing at steel. Um, and you see the baseball boys down there lined yep. up in the back of the end zone. The men's basketball team always sits right behind our bench. <laughs> so does the women's. And, and you get able to see other student athletes and knowing we're such a small enrollment. But it was so funny. We were standing in because when we tra- we walked from our locker room to the field, we were standing in front of Peoples. And there was a young man. I think he was on a track team. And he was walking back to Kendall, and I was like, hey, where are you going? And he was like, oh, well, I'm going to put something. And I said, oh, the football field's that way. He said, coach, I'm going to be at the game. You know I'm going to be at the game. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> and I keep saying this, and I mean it. Uh, and, and I say it to the other coaches, and I say it to my wife all the time. We're becoming that school. Yes. And what I mean by that school is we are that small school that is finally starting to support each other in everything that we do. Well, and it's getting it's going to be great. And when you do that, that's the fun part. For yes. me, the fun part of my job is being able to go to the athletic events, to the academic events, to mm-hmm. the arts events. That's the icing on the cake. Right. When you get to do that, everything else is, is work. But being able to enjoy what the students get to showcase. Mm-hmm really puts it in perspective. I'm telling so, you. It was, it was really nice to see everybody sort of coming together and doing yeah. this and such fun. So I, I hate to see the season end and coach, unfortunately we're out of time. Wow. So I want to thank you. I know it goes very fast. quickly, uh, but as a guest on my show, I would like to give you the last word to our listeners. Um, well, I wasn't expecting that, but everybody listening, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I honestly mean that when I say Kentucky Wesleyan is becoming that school, um, and it's because of people that listen to this podcast. It's because of the people that are here. That's what makes this place special. So if you're one of those people that make it special, um, just know that you're you're playing a huge part for all of us as coaches and our players and their well-being. You make it easy for us as coaches to recruit kids here, and when the kids get here, you're the reason why they're staying here. So continue to be who you are, and if you if you're not been out to the academic or the athletics or or any kind of you know theater events let's start being more involved because the more we get involved with each other stuff the more fun we have all as a whole and so one team wesleyan is a real thing um so keep enjoying it but i appreciate you guys coach tyrone young i look forward to many years with you at the the helm of our football team for those of you out there take care of each other and most importantly take care of yourself and until next time goodbye The proceeding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC, or Kentucky Wesleyan College.